What's up? It's Diplo and friends coming at you live, live from Studio 54. That's uh, New York, Studio 54, New York, with my one of my favorite guests here, Flostradamus. What's going on, Floss man? Hey, 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 Flostradamus, dabbing here in the studio. Love it, a good dab. Love a good dab. What are you working on, Floss? What's new? What's what's cracking? What's what's what are the kids listening to? What the kids are listening to these days. Well, as a Flostradamus, I I, I can see what others are. I, I know what's best for those, and I think the best thing... I, I think you're thinking Nostradamus. I'm, I'm talking as the Flostradamus. We need to bring back mid-90s female-driven pop songs... What I'm saying is the kid. What I'm saying is what I'm working on. We got you. You. You've. You've heard of the recording artist Shania Twain. Love the hot take. What I'm saying no. is what I'm saying is I don't want to say I have Shania Twain part two, but I've got a, I've got a Shania Twain part two. That's great. Well, well we're uh, we're on a tight timeline here, Floss. We're gonna have to cut you off there. Next coming up segment is is. Nickelback, overrated or underrated? Coming up next. Continuing tonight on Two Seas in a Pod. 96.7 on your. Two C's in a pod, 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 two C's just like two C's in a pod, two C's because we're two C's in a pod, two C's just like two C's in a pod, two C's in a pod at gmail.com. What are you looking at me like that for? Why am I looking at you? Why are you looking at me? Cam, there's nobody else here for us to look at. We have over the course of Welcome to Seasons Pod, my name is Cameron Osborne, I'm sitting here at Camel Car. Over the course of these last 49 weeks, we have built a mega corporation, an empire, and not since the fall of Rome have, have, have the forces, armed forces, so quickly abandoned their posts. Uh, Cam, we're here alone at the studio. We're here alone at the studio. I got my phone's ringing. Uh, the debtors are calling. There's nobody, there's nobody to call you. I don't know, man. I assume it's the lenders. You haven't paid our bills in months. We're grasping at straws over here, Cam. Uh, Cameron, like they say, love is easy when you don't give a shit. Kim, Kim, Kim um, Mitchell's still coming around. Though. Kim Mitchell's still paying the bills. Kim Mitchell's paying the bills. This is episode 48. Am I right about that? Uh, 48 or 49, I think, uh, for, for the, uh, for the kids at home. And what's your favorite player? Uh, is it 48 or 49? I don't know. Um, I don't keep, there's supposed to be someone that keeps track of this. Yeah, who's keeping, yeah, fuck. This is too hard without somebody here. I think it's episode 49. Um, probably no one. Uh, Cam, unfortunately now we are, uh, dipping into the obscure... Um, uh, NFL positions kind of numbers, you know. I was uh, gonna say the, the the my favorite player is Mr. San Francisco 49er himself, the originator of the team name. Oh yeah, um, his full his Christian name I believe was Alexander 49er of the 49th division. Right, right, and it just sort of came together. Uh, he. he at the beginning of sort of the inception, and by the way, it's just a little sidebar, by the way, for you football fans at home. At the beginning of sort of the football leagues, um, you know, teams were traveling around, new rules, amount of players allowed on the field. But uh, Alexander 49er, he uh, famously refused to have anybody on the team not with the last name of 49er. So his uh, his team mostly just kind of, kind of consisted of him, uh, his mom... Uh, his brother, and it wasn't until he kind of, you know, had to change the rules so he was able to allow somebody else on the team who wasn't named 49er. Love it. Um, Want to hear some weird sports trivia that ha- hit do me today? Do you love it, Cam? I don't know, Cam. Tell me about it. What do we got for sports trivia here? Not sports trivia so much, but 
something really weird that happened to me related to sports and numbers. So I'm on the phone with someone today. And he goes, hey, it's a sales guy. And he goes, hey, I just had one more question for you. Like, what is it? He goes, were you named after Cam Neely? And I'm like, who the hell asked that question? That's the answer tough. was yes. <laughs> that one's tough because it's like, yes, Cameron is not the most common name in the English no. language. However, like, it's not so uncommon to think that somebody wouldn't have thought of it. Um, and uh, I've never gotten that one before. I, don't think I know. I, I've Nor ne- have I. I like that's something I tell people. I'm like, would you believe I'm named after Cam Neal? And they go, I didn't associate those two. You're right. You do have the same name. Yeah, that's this like, fucker. That's like somebody from Boston. Named, that's like somebody named Matt. And then they're like, hey, you're named after Matt Sundin. And they're like, no, I'm just, I'm just named Matt. <laughs> Or hey, are you named after are you named after Connor McDavid? And then you say, No, I'm fourteen years older than him. How would nice. how would <laughs> I be named after him? Um that being said though, I, I can't imagine that there's many other people named like Spud Webb. Aren't many Spud other Web? Spud Webs around? Or oof, <laughs> wanting the animals in here in the studio. Uh, there's probably some sports names where yeah, nobody else being named that. Fuck that guy. Whoever is that? Is that him? Is that him back there? Who asked about the Cam Neely question? Dude. Want to kick shit out of him right now? Who? I don't know who the hell is. I'm gonna go take care of this quickly though. All right, uh, listen for shotguns. Fill the air. Time to. Fill the air. Uh, well, fucking Cam just left his post. I think it's about time that we just cut to a quick commercial break. We're going to have a commercial break, and we'll be right back. Hey, I'm Cameron Osborne here. Just going to read some ad copy real quick. It was just uh, these notes were just put in front of my face. Um, okay, this episode of Two Season a Pod is brought to you by Prostatots. Pro- I don't even can I say I can't say this on wait are you, are you telling me if that if our if, if if listeners use promo code 2c's they're gonna get 15% off their very first prostatot what does that even mean what's a prostatot how much money are they paying oh shit <laughs> well in that case you're gonna want to use promo code 2c's in a pot for your very own prostatot enjoy the rest of the show Cam, we're back from commercial break here. Uh, did you pick up your uh, Did you pick up your twelve your Paul Bunyan's twelve ply toilet paper yet, Cam? Last week we were talking about your messy dumps and how uh, this could be the solution to your problems. Uh, was the solution, but also don't know if I gave you the update on this because it happened yesterday. Um, went to went to go get a doctor's test. Uh, it's called blood work. The classic doctor's test. Uh, they put you in the gown. You lie down on the paper thing. They uh, they hit the thing on your knee. They ask they you about your how your relationship go. with your dad is. They uh, hold your balls um, and ask you to cough, ask you to smile, ask you to lick their toes. Uh, classic doctor's test. Yeah. So I, I, I when's the last time you were at a doctor? Um, God, uh, actually the March, like earlier March this year, pre-pandemic, but just would have been same thing, blood work, that kind of thing. Blood work. Uh, Blood work, yeah, he touches my my penis, um, asks me to bend over, um, he says I need to check your prostate, uh, like normal sort of test. He grabs your nuts, he says cough once if you like this. Yeah, cough, (laughs) cough, cough twice if, uh, you want me to squeeze them harder, uh, nor- normal doctor questions. <laughs> Imagine a doctor's holding nuts. He's like, "Can you cough for me?" He's like, <clears throat> "You're like, can you say I like that?" <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure. Crazier things have happened. But Cam, you he's find, like, repeat me. You anyway, found yeah. yourself uh, getting one of these tests performed. Um, yeah. <laughs> go on. Yeah. So I uh, go to get this doc because I, you know, I was telling about like bad stomach pains all the time. Yes, of course. Right. So, and that's where the 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 uh, lots of poop are coming out. So, I I can't remember. I don't think I talked about this yet. 
turns out, get my blood work in, don't have gluten intolerance. Also, just so you know, folks at home, that costs $60 to have your gluten intolerance test done. Okay. Pretty expensive. Uh, probably because all these white hoes are out there being like, I'm gluten intolerant. It's like, and go pimps. check. Hoes and pimps. Let's not, and let's pimps. Let's not discriminate. Anyway, so go get those tests done. Run into the PA. Or she calls me back. and She's like, your blood works perfect. All you need to do is take something called Beano, which will help you digest fiber. So I couldn't digest fiber, Cam. And I was eating so much because we're trying to put on pounds for the summer. Um, couldn't couldn't digest all the berries and oatmeal that you told me about. So partially blame you, hmm. but also thank you because you were telling me to eat more and you told me to eat smoothies, which actually helped me find out what was wrong with me. So kudos <laughs> to you. It was my plan all along, Cam. By exposing yourself to the more food options, you find out what doesn't work and what does work. Um, and I'll tell you what does work. Paul Bunyan's 12-ply toilet paper for those heavy That's right. messes. Oh, look at that segue. Love it. Love, a good, uh, love a good product you, placement. You love, you love a good product placement. You love a good segue. Well, here's a good segue for you. We got some notes from last week. Notes. We got some notes. We got some notes. 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 We got some notes. Ooh. Who wrote them? Uh, that is a good question. These are sort of things that kind of flood into our email address. Maybe there's a, maybe there's a, a goody two shoes intern who uh, still believes in us, what we're doing here. Um, and anyways, Cam, so let's get into some notes from last week. Uh, very, very quickly, and without you, Cam, saying a single word, or rather I should say singing a single word. Uh, Ooh, it's gonna be tough. The, the Wham song you were thinking of was Last Christmas. That was the one, and we couldn't quite get there. Last Christmas, could I gave you maybe you my like heart. give me like an idea of how it sounds? That um, one. It sounds something like uh, Last Christmas, I gave you my heart. The very next day, you gave it away. This I'm year, really holding the back here. <laughs> Uh, that's what you were thinking of. Uh, go to Netflix right now. You can check out uh, the movie Last Christmas, inspired by the song's lyrics. Not a word of a lie. Uh, there's a song out there, in, or there's a movie out there, inspired by a song written by George Michael and f- oh, fuck whoever the other guy is. We'll leave that one up for the corrections department next week. Um, Last Christmas by Wham. Search it on Spotify. Another correction or note for us. Um, You were getting there. The word that I was trying to communicate, or the word that uh, you were trying to communicate was acapella, which was singing with no instruments. Um, But Cam, you asked yourself, (laughs) isn't that what you call the group of islands? No, that's an archipelago. An archipelago. Actually. Uh, oh, close, very uh, close. Cam, you were so so close, but uh, either way, we didn't get the word. Um, you know, uh, archipelago. Small group of islands can also refer to the small sea containing the number of scattered islands. Uh, a little fun fact here for you, Cam. Canada holds the second and third largest archipelagos. Uh, the second is the Canadian Arctic archipelago with thirty-six thousand five hundred sixty-three islands. Uh, picture it's all of the islands in North America that aren't connected, or like all the islands in northern Canada that aren't connected to mainland so pretty much you can picture what it looks like uh so parts of the northwest territories and nunavut and then finally um coming at number three are the thirty thousand islands archipelago with about thirty thousand islands that's right that's um the islands located along the east side of georgian bay that's where the salad uh, dressing comes from, right? That's where the salad dressing probably comes from. It's actually also the world's largest freshwater archipelago. Um, holding that distinct record to Cam. There you go. You want to hear another lake fact? Manitoulin <laughs> Island okay. has yeah. the largest island in a lake, island in a lake. Okay, I get it. That's pretty cool. A little bit of a turtle shell, who's on the back of who? Chicken lay the egg, you know what I'm saying? I don't, what, wait, what's the chicken and egg situation is is this? Who came first, the island or the lake? Which island and lake? It just goes for infinite. Mm. Think about the turtle shell and who's on each other's turtle shell back. This is some complex philosophy, you probably wouldn't wrap your head around it. 
I don't get the turtle shell part of it. I mean, I understand the chicken and egg, but what is the, what what came first, the turtle or the shell? Is that what you're trying no, to ask? No, no, it's something about like we're all a, there's a turtle that lives on a turtle that lives on a turtle that lives on a turtle. But they're just bigger shells. Ah. You ever heard this one? So you're saying like if I see a turtle walking around, uh I think it's I think it's a metaphor for life. Oh, so like life is like life is full of turtles. And either you're the shell or you're the turtle. But either way, the shell is connected to the turtle's spine. So you both... Is that true? That is true. Um, so you both... like Contrary to what cartoons may have led you to believe... Um, yeah, slide right out and get a new one. You just kind of... Or you can slink right in. And then there's like a yep. lot of room. And they can just kind mm -hmm. of freely... I blame... Um, Franklin, Franklin the tur uh, the turtle. Remember that was like a series of like children's books or a, it was yep. a TV show. I think when we were younger, I blame him because I feel as though I distinctly remember him taking off his shell. Um, that's not the case. It's actually connected to its spine. You break a turtle, like uh, you, 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 you can't like you can't remove a turtle from its shell without killing it. If that's well, have you ever held a turtle up close? Uh, never up close. But this was first-hand information that I received from. Uh, well, I don't. I can't reveal my sources on this information because this turtle stuff is uh, climbing up the top of the charts right now. Highly um, confidential in terms of government conspiracy. Of course, Bitcoin just topped twenty thousand dollars. But the uh, we but this turtle information is really what's kind of uh, taking over taking over the dark web there i've never held a turtle too close i don't think but um i was sent i was sent photos by someone who was exposed to a turtle shell and like a turtle expert i like how it was exposed to one as if it's a disease exactly well, exa well you know you're you're either in the vicinity or you're not and uh in this particular instance my source who shall remain nameless was in the vicinity of a a turtle's shell so when I was at the cottage one time, we were time. coming down one time and there was on off the dock. We saw a turtle, like a big snapping turtle, just like floating there. We're like, holy smokes, look at that. And we're being like super, like really like trying to be quiet, like don't scare the turtle. And then we looked and we noticed that the turtle had pawed, like put its little like, uh, I don't know what you call it, foot to like paw at a lure that was uh, hanging off a boat. So the bo the lure was outside of the water. It was hanging in the air dangling, but I guess he was shiny. And he hooked his own foot. Yikes. So we didn't want to pick it up because I've seen enough um, people lose their fingers from snapping turtles. Wait, so, how have you seen enough people lose their fingers? I've never seen a single person lose their fingers from snapping turtles. And yes, Cam, you might be right. Seeing one person is could be enough. But where have you been in situations where you've seen so many that you can't see them anymore? Internet. Jesus Christ. What do you look up in your spare time? I, yeah, yeah, just normal Wikipedia shit. I don't know. I look up worst case scenario camping situations. <laughs> Specifically to the area in which you're going camping. Yeah, yeah it's like, all right, what's all the wildlife? Reddit. Let's go over what is could potentially go wrong and then figure out how to avoid it. Like bears, not a big deal. Make a lot of noise. Turtles, don't fucking touch them. I thought you were well, supposed to play dead around the bears. No, that's turtles. Oh, turtles is play dead. Because they'll snap at you. Bears are run the fuck away as well, fast as you black, can. Black bear, there's only black bears in Ontario, so all you got to do with a black bear is just make a lot of racket and look big. What? Yeah, what's the one? Yeah, what are the bears where I impress him with my physique? Where I prove <laughs> to him, like, no, my gains are bigger than your gains. I think you find you those at the uh, Gold's Gym. Oh, okay, those that's, that's at Gold's Gym? Okay, yeah, that was, yeah, those are the bears that I was looking for. Or you can go to the uh, the Pump House, the all-male nude review show um, coming at you from the Pump House, Cam. Oh. Let's, uh, let's keep moving on here in the show um, because, uh, first of all... Is it the end of Turtle Talk? Because it's the, end, it's the end. I got to put an end to the Turtle Talk, Cam, because I'm looking outside my window right now. Uh, if you want to talk about something we haven't talked about before, weather and traffic. Weather and traffic is here right now. 
Weather and traffic don't have a cow. Weather and traffic certainly not something we've brought up in a while. Um, it's gray skies out here. It's windy. We got a nice little dusting of snow. And when I think gray skies, wind, and a slight dusting of snow, nothing comes to my mind more than Christmas in southern Ontario. So today, on a very special, um, you know, kind of we're gearing up towards Christmas, so I thought it was about time that we covered uh, the top five worst Christmas traditions. Here's a top five. Here are five tips about No, it's just a top five. Ooh, I was thinking of doing this too. Well, guess what? Fucking beat you to it, Cam. You beat me to it. You beat <laughs> me to it. Didn't even give you a chance, Cam. Uh, if you want, I, I, I don't want to pry too much information out of you, but are, are you comfortable in uh, discussing with the audience at home? I mean, are there sort of this sort of question that I have for you, and it's just this: Do you celebrate Christmas? Uh, Is that information yes. you're. That's information that you're comfortable. I can write it down. I celebrate the birth of Santa Claus. Santa Claus was born, of course, on Boxing Day. Yes. Uh, then th he came out three days earlier, and um, after he Something saw like a shadow. That. Yeah, I never paid attention in uh, Santa Claus class. Is that what they called it? <laughs> I think they called it Sunday school, Cam. So, Ooh, uh, that's what it like was. we yep. said, top five worst Christmas traditions. We're going to come up uh, here coming in at number five. Christmas trees that aren't green. Okay, so we've gotten to the point where we've kind of accepted now that people have artificial trees. There's no way yeah, around that. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's a little easier. Maybe you don't have a little bit it, more environmentally conscious. It could be more environmentally friendly, but somewhere along could the be. line, it was someone's idea to make trees not green. Cam, it was someone's idea, and of course, who do we have to blame but the goddamn Germans again? Germans it? fucking with everything we did because in the early 1900s, um, they were the first people to have been recorded to use to coloring their trees. So here's what they would do um, as a result of insane deforestation over in Germany. They um, started making their fake uh, their fake trees, uh, which they would take uh, goose feathers, stick them into a pole. And then that was sort of what the tree looked like. They were then able to dye it any color they want. Of course, a lot of people would dye the tree green. Um, with holiday splendor, but some said, no, what if it was all white? And these fucking crazy people fucked it up for everyone. And the tradition remains strong today. You see Christmas, you see Christmas trees that aren't uh, green all the time. Yeah, I see the red ones, see the white ones. I don't really see much deviation from that. Maybe a gold, if you're lucky. Maybe a gold. Yeah, that one's a little bit much. Even, I mean, yeah, you see how much high quality fake trees are yes yeah yeah i was uh like 800 bucks at work um yeah castle spent a lot of money on a bunch of on a bunch of fake trees and uh i love how they're all the yeah they're such shitty quality but i guess if you keep good care of it that's kind of all it is it's then on you if you want to spend that money for that fake tree great keep the box Keep all the pieces and parts. Know how it goes together. Pretty easy. Like, just keep it in the box because a box is a lot easier to stack in your storage room than just throwing a tree back there. That way. <laughs> and then they says that then you have to keep a tree alive in your laundry room uh, for 11 With and a half no months. no sunlight. It's just silly. No sunlight. It just gets to be a bit ridiculous, Kane. Right, ne uh, right next to the chain down girl. Right, uh, right next to the Cam, your Oops. apartment. Oops. Has has become a uh, a black snake moan uh, type situation. Lately. Is that a reference to a movie? Oh, you know it, Cam. Coming in at number four of the <laughs> worst Christmas traditions are the fake fireplace in fireplaces on the television set. Oh, those course, are my favorite. You may know it as the Yule Log, of course. Uh, the Yule Log, a television show which originally aired in 1966 on WPIX in New York from Christmas Eve to Christmas WWPIX. It's the Yule Tide Channel Ram bringing you <laughs> Someone bringing on a log every 45 minutes, guaranteed. <laughs> Ran from 1966 to 1988 on that channel, created by a man named Fred M. Thrower, 
who suggested the burning log with Christmas music playing over top for all those houses who don't have fireplaces of their own. It is also the first television program to be completely aired without a single commercial break. Oh, imagine um, if they put a commercial in it. That'd be awful. And for 21 years now, of course, people just go on Google uh, or they go on, you know, YouTube.cub and just search. We don't say their name. Just search. Give me a give me a log. And then uh, the first one, it's just a piece of poo. The second one they always nice. check is always a burning Yule log. Um, Keep going on. Worst Christmas traditions coming in at number three, quoting the movie Elf for a month straight, thinking that you're so funny and original. Okay, Can folks, you- look, by this point, you've seen the movie Elf. And if you haven't, you're probably not in the demographic of people who would listen to this show. So just change the network. You're not going to get it. Now, we don't need to hear the classic lines, gimmicks, or bits. Come on, give me a few of them. Give me a few of them. For the next months straight. Okay, sweetheart, listen to this. If you're going to be repeating all of these jokes, which everyone else is making, commit to them. Do it for the entire year. If you love Elf so much, quote it as often as every other single dumb episode of How I Met Your Mother that you watch every four days. I'm sorry, Neil Patrick Harris. Suit up, not a good enough catchphrase. If you like Elf, fucking like Elf. Is that a Neil Patrick Harris thing? I never knew where that was from. That was his line. That was the line from How I Met Your Mother, Cam. Uh, Terrible. What's what's a line from Elf, though? I can't even think of one. Uh, oh, and the, the whole, like, Santa! Him freaking out about Santa or um, pressing all the buttons. I like on, that one. On Come thing. on, that's funny. Um, there's more. I'm clearly not the type who would quote it, Cam, but now is the time that they, these, they, these, these, these people let their freak flag fly. The big wigs. Which is actually a lot harder to say. Coming in at number four. No, I'm sorry, number two. Sorry. Coming in at number two on the worst holiday traditions is the annual holiday family photo and newsletter. So we've newsletter. All, so we've all seen or read one of these before, you know. So we have the annual, the family photo, and all of their Christmas garb, all smiles. Hell, even the fucking dog and gerbil are there. And then, sure enough, you flip the page, and it's followed by a five-paragraph essay on the family's comings and goings. Updating, I haven't updating I haven't you had on this. every single sibling achievement uh, for the year. You know, Timmy is on the grade seven honor roll and scored 18 goals for his hockey team. And then there's Lisa, who's at her first year in Queens University, studying biology, making a lot of friends, and took her first gangbang a few weeks ago when four nice. offensive linemen just went for it. Look, parents, there's a reason why you keep in close touch with some and not with others. You know, do I tell the guy who I sat beside in Mr. Mutton's accounting class all of the details of my life? Absolutely not. Should I go to the length of printing him a piece of paper and mailing it? Absolutely not. This isn't even worth the price of the postage. That's a good one. I've never seen that, though. I've never had a family be like, um, I'm okay. I, I like a good Christmas card from a family where they take a nice picture. But maybe not the newsletter. Maybe just some. Maybe an executive summary. So you, be you like you've you've never you've never gotten one of these. No, my family's not like that. Well, they'll I, maybe or, they'll and, maybe no, call it's, it's, not, it's not your family who has to be like that. It's the other families who are like that, sending them to yours. Well, so you're telling me that friends, family friends, will send you newsletters. Many of my stepmom's friends do that. They get a lot. Like I, three or four I don't know there. about that. I think that might be. I've heard of that, but I think. Well, if you've heard of it, that means it happens. I've heard of it. It's real. It's just, yeah, definitely not something in my social circle. Well, hey, there's probably people who haven't seen Elf, and they're doing it too, you know? Fair enough. Coming in at number one on the top five Christmas traditions that we just that, that we just need to get rid of is everything about figgy pudding 
For all of those who it. don't know, figgy pudding is a dessert created by Satan and fed to all the inhabitants of hell when they go out of line. You know the song, bring us some figgy pudding, bring us some figgy pudding, bring us some pudding. Now bring it right here. We won't go until we get some. We won't go until we get some. We won't go until we get some. So bring it right here. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you part, a Merry yep. Christmas. If it's in the song, if it's in a Christmas song, it has to be good. Jingle bells are good. Jingle bell rock is good. We could stand to believe that. If it's in a Christmas song, it has to be something pleasant. But it is absolutely not. It is a traditional English dish from the medieval times, which contains honey, fruit and nuts, as well as a filling of rich, herbally accentuated pork sweetmeats. This is a flavor which belongs. So it's pudding with meat in it. This is a flavor from the 14th century, and it belongs in the 14th century. Look, things evolve for a reason. Surely, if our bodies have changed in the last 600 years, then it stands to believe that our taste buds have too. You know, what was a delicacy in Middle English now has the taste equivalent of eating an entire package of multi-flavored jelly bellies all at once. I should say, though, as a little note, if you are from the 14th century, I'm sorry. Keep on keeping on. If not, then it has to be time to end this terrible tradition. Yeah, these are a few things. I I, I got one I want to add to the list, if unless we'd hit it next. But these are a few things I have not dealt with in my Christmas since I've passed. Yeah, well, that well that was all five, uh, if you have been paying oh, okay. attention. I thought we were at four. Um, <laughs> mine was going to be, what do you call it? Uh, Yankee swap with the family. Kill it. With the family specifically? If it's a large family and it's just like, oh man, we get dragged into this one where it's like, we're going to do Yankee swap and it's like 40 people, not 40, but like say it's like even 20 and you're like, I'm going to end up with something shitty, but I have to spend 70, like $50. <laughs> okay. That's a big one. We do that too. Yankee swap with... 20 or so people but it's definitely not 50 bucks yeah i think that's what they were asking for so like you got something good i'm like i don't know about this i think it, like it just seems like i'm gonna i'm not gonna end up something good yeah why not? like you end up with something you just don't need like last time we did it with friends and we got like a taco stand in a book about tacos I'm like <laughs> i don't need this shit and cam you're classically a fajita guy i love fajitas I yeah I agree there. Um, there was a couple years we used to do so, and and the Osborne family we used, we used to do the, a re-gifting Yankee swap. Ooh, I like that. In an effort to get the old out of your house and into the new, and it worked well until it was just trying to hit the age where it was like, oh, the game's getting stale. Like, nope, some people don't have anything else to give. Right, um, and then it came, and then it came to like, especially there was <clears throat> uh, like uh, a lot of people, you know, and at the point where everybody had moved out of the house, where you didn't take shit with you. Like, I'm in second year university. I don't have peripheral shit around me that I don't need. Like everything I need, I I use. Yeah, uh, you're so like, I don't have space to carry shitty to gifts. carry junk. Yeah, so yeah. then then it got a bit stale, and then it was purchase one. Uh, and then I think we also tried a couple years where you could write, um, if it was a male, like a male gift, female gift, or a unisex gift. Uh, we tried that, I think. I don't know if that quite made the rounds. But either way, regardless of what the adults have been doing, the kids always get to open a gift. I think like 16. I'm good with that. 16, I think, is the age where all the kids after 16, they can play the, they can play the adult game. But they are just they they can't go for the booze. That's always like ah, one of the ongoing. What a there's shame. always you a should, bottle of scotch or something like that sure. in one of the rounds. You should you should allow him, but you say, but you have to finish it tonight. My dad, one year at the Osborne Yankee Swap, bought a box with a lob like brought a box with a lobster in it. I think I and heard about this. I've told I've said this on the show, maybe or no, no, I've no. Said, say it again. Say it again. I've, Come on. Maybe I've said it in real life. Come on, give me. Yeah, I want to hear it again. Ha- you and I have had conversations outside the room. So I, we all knew because obviously there's a fucking lobster in a box in the back seat beside me on the way <laughs> yeah. to Uncle Grant's. Classic. House. What, is it wrapped? Uh, the box is wrapped and everything's fine. And Dad, yeah. I think Uncle. Does it have I think holes Uncle, in it? 
I can't quite remember. I mean, although it was just a few years ago, I don't really remember, you know, all the fuck, all the specifics. But so we're at Uncle Grant's place, and he was in on it too because he had set up like he had to facilitate it being in a cold enough spot, you know, so so everything was kind of sure. safe or whatever. And unfortunately, it was just the not. It just wasn't the right person to open it. Um, <laughs> it was like my uh, like my eldest uncle, or it was my uncle's like ex-wife. Uh, was like, she the ex-wife at the time? Yes. Yeah, she still. Well, <laughs> they have a half son. There's a whole thing, so don't worry. They don't um, have a full son. Yeah, oh, what just happened half, to his other half? Just half, a, just half a son. Yeah, just uh, just uh, waist down. That's all they got. That's all they got for him. He just waist, uh, just a waist down person. Um, it would have been way funnier Classic. if other, like a bunch of other people would have opened Why? it. Why? How did she react? She was scared. But then I would I be think, scared. But then I think everyone was like, oh, like the old person shouldn't open the gift that's going to scare them. That's the oh gift. how old was she? Like seventy five. Like that's not the <laughs> gift. Like it's a, that's but, classic. That's just that's the way the game classic. is played. And yeah. I remember like she was pay- taking it, and Dan and I are looking at each other like, "Oh, this is this this is either going to be hilarious or like not quite land." And if if it was just like you know one of the cousins in their thirties who opened it up, would have been hilarious. The woman who's in her mid seventies, unfortunately, it's not as funny. It's a little bit funny, but probably not the, like the ah, and then you're like, are you gonna die? It's always the are you gonna yeah. die? Um, and then it came the question of what to do with the lobster, which was the tough part uh, because she obviously didn't want to she didn't want to take it, and then it was the eat it thing, and then everyone's like, well, who's gonna? How we're, now? How are we gonna do this now? You know, you, you're coming for a quaint family Christmas, and the next thing you know, you have to kill a lobster. <laughs> like, what'd you do? <laughs> I, I I can't remember. Uh, it definitely didn't come back home with us. So I'm sure <laughs> I'm sure one of the other cousins took it because yeah, this the woman who opened the present would not have taken it with her. It was a funny joke. Um, Dad I love likes it. funny jokes. Uh, like I can remember I can remember who was laughing. You know, right. so it's like okay, that's good. Like there was like this kind of crew, and then these this group over here. I'm like yeah, we're they're the ones who we want laughing. That's good. I got to think of a good. Um, I don't. I don't. I, I don't think we're involved in it. Obviously, I mean, there's no Christmas this year. You can. So. You can take the lobster if you if you ever want to. It's a good folks, one. It is a good one. Folks at home, if you're ever looking for a Yankee swap type game, live lobster in a box kills <laughs> it. The box kills it. It's hilarious every time. Um, even funnier if there's a vegan around. Even funnier if they're like the one who ends up having to open it. Uh, that would uh, that would just be the icing on the uh, on the figgy pudding. So bring us the figgy pudding. Yeah, I love it, dude. That's uh, that's incredible. I want to do that. I haven't. Uh, I haven't. I don't think I've ever gotten a good gift in one of those things. I got a knife set one time. Ooh, that's a good like one. Knives that I still have to this day. Um, anything else? And then sometimes, like, there's kind of like gifts you you can go to, uh, just kind of like that front layer of home hardware. Uh, oh, so much good stuff! Just, <laughs> you know, like all that kind of stuff. Like oh, everyone can best. use like a USB port charger, or oh, everyone can yeah. use uh, like or like a pack of hot sauces that all have fun names like El Terrible. Oh, I love it. Yeah, or maybe like hand warmers, and you're yeah, like, I could use a, some hand warmers. Yeah, and even if yeah, yeah, a little pack of hand warmers, something right. fun, a knife sharpener, like something. Yeah, that's at least practical. If you do, if you are going to a Yankee Swap game, I may I suggest that kind of first little quarter of your Canadian Tire or home hardware. It's perfect. Yeah, I love it. Uh, you want to hear? What I'm getting my dad for his birth for Christmas. I'm pretty pumped on it. Ooh, let's hear it. So, um, you know, obviously, if I'm named after Cam Neely, my dad's obviously a big Bruins fan. Right. And every time that we go up to the cottage, we don't have any internet, don't have any cable. We just have a TV with a DVD player. Mm-hmm. And he will go up and watch the same eight games all the time. It's the 1972 Canada-Russia series. Just watches it. The, the Summit Series, as, uh, the Summit as series. some have called it. He has watched it countless times again. does he have that like thick dvd set of it you know he does okay my my stepdad has the same <laughs> he has the same one. normally those sit on shelves his nope it gets played like you know 
seven times a year fully through. <laughs> All the other DVDs are like dusty. Like, oh no, they're the not because it's the only thing we can watch. Yeah, like, we can only watch DVDs up there. all over the place. Yeah. I mean, there's a few that like, you know, you keep going back to. You're like, you have your Jack Black collection of three DVDs. You're like, this one's getting a lot of use. The Vin Diesel three pack. Like, that's getting some good use. Fast and the Furious one. You know, Anacondas too. Like, these are, these, these hit home. Of course, like, these of course. The classic yeah. uh, three movie set. Yeah, gotta love them. Anyway, so this year. I looked online and I could only find one copy of this. It's the 19 or 2011 Bruins Stanley Cup run. The last four games where they won all four games against the Vancouver Canucks, the full game. So it's like that DVD set. And then with that, I'm like, maybe I can get more of these and get them the whole playoff run. So I'm going on YouTube and downloading the games from YouTube onto discs, onto DVDs. And then I'm going to give them all that. So he'll get... Six, close to 16 games or 12 games that he can watch can i believe should i bleep out all of that uh that you just said because i'm pretty sure at the end of every nhl game they do say uh you're not allowed to re- like replicate or like duplicate this production except with express written consent from the nhl now i wrote them Oh, you wrote them? Okay, what what did they say? Did they just like, like, so they're like, the, oh, it's for your dad? That's cool. Right, they just sort of sent you like the thumbs up emoji. Uh, and then, you know, and the signature was like from Gary Bettman. Uh, <laughs> because any of these guys, all you got to do is just like GaryBettman at NHL.com. Right? He, goes, just, <laughs> he goes by the Bettman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can find him on Snapchat, the Batman, <laughs> B-E-T-T oh. underscore man, all caps. Blank it out, blank it out if you want, but um, that's that's not actually what I'm doing. That was an idea that no one had ever. Yeah. Um. Anyway, the problem with the idea that no one ever had was that when you take it off of YouTube, the quality is like. 360 pixels or like 240 it's absolutely terrible probably terrible yeah yeah and i try but the thing is i tried to buy them from the nhl and i paid them a lot of money for that first set you can't buy it anywhere and i also like how it's uh it's just the last four episodes like just the ones that boston won like not the well and that's the thing why would you why would you want to watch the full series I, well, as a Bo- okay, well, as a Boston fan, no. As a Vancouver <laughs> fan, yes. And then probably why as, would you want? Yeah. And then why would you want to watch like as an Vancouver NHL fan? historian? You would probably want to watch the all seven thing. games. Well, Cam, like, who the fuck makes? I mean, y- y- you know, uh, Cam, were you an active DVD purchaser? Did you used to buy a lot of DVDs? I still do because we have a very small amount up the cottage and we need to continually. I'm a little bit tired of Natural Libre, I'll be honest. Now, are you buying DVDs from one of those like $5 bins or are you going to Best Buy and purchasing? See, Cam, that's part of the problem. You need to pay full price for these DVDs or else they, they know nobody's buying them. That's why they're not making them. Well, then make, well, I guess I could watch it all uh, legally on the internet, but what if I don't have the internet? Where are you, in a fucking uh, cave? A, ca- a cabin in the woods? Yes, exactly. Yeah, Cam, well, I guess, I guess times like that is why you need your trusty VHS and blank tape. Oh, okay. So now you we're never going know what an important moment on television is going to strike. Uh, I have a live recorded Janet Jackson Super Bowl nip slip. You know, you, really? you, you just can't you just can't get that. Um, anyway, can I find you know, that on the internet or no? I'm sure you could, but you. But, I doubt uh, it. But, uh, I but doubt it. Doubt it, right? You know, it's yeah. YouTube's been scrubbed of all nips of all Janet Jackson nip slips. The best VHS uh, copy I got is an episode of Chris Angel. My freak. Yeah, because you big mind freak fan you were. I was. Uh, you saw yeah. you, you saw David Blaine and you're like, no. Not no. for me. I need I need more more goth. eye makeup. Yeah, more and then goth, Chris more Angel eye makeup. Came around, and then you're like, <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> I think is, we're talking. This is the appropriate amount of eye makeup. Okay. It's not magic. It's an illusion. My freak! Wow, I didn't know Cam. I didn't know that show had such a uh, such a such an effect on you. Did you not like that show growing up? 
No, it was it just it wasn't on my radar um, of television Amy. kind of programs to watch. Never missed it. Thursdays no. at eight or Thursdays at nine. Any channel. I was more into uh, I was more into like uh, West Coast Choppers, Monster Garage. I like that. Oh, like if I I'm used to have like, one of those shirts. You yeah, know the I'm ones the with like the black ones, the cross. Yeah, of course the Nazi the uh, the Nazi symbol. Yeah. Um, Oops. Oh, sorry, the SS symbol. My bad. Yeah. Super speed. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's keep moving on with the show here, Cam. Want to play another game? Uh, yeah, I like games. Let's play a game. Let's play some. Uh, it's been a lot, it's been a couple weeks since we played it. Let's play us some Urban Dictionary Balderdash. AIDS bum, cum douche, edge fap, gimp, herb Ike, jerk, cush, lamp mac, narc, oaf, pank, queet, re, slor, tilf, uff, vag, walk of shame, zon, yeet, and zuck. Now let's play some Balderdash. Urban Dictionary Balderdash. Yes, sir. Yes, Urban Dictionary Balderdash. I gotta Urban. say, Cam, I've never been on Balderdash as much as, um, like, since you and I have been playing this game on the show. Again, not a website that ever kind of, like, came across my, my radar. In Urban my Dictionary young, or Balderdash? Uh, Urban Dictionary, sorry. Got it. Urban Dictionary. Your Urban Dictionary, Cam. Uh, who should Your Urban Dictionary. Go ahead. You want me to kick it off? Yes, please. Um. Okay. Your word is soy face. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go ahead and think it's a racist term, but I feel like you wouldn't set me up that poorly. Uh, c- could you use it in a sentence, please? Of course, of course, of course. <clears throat> Why is he always taking photos with that soy face? <laughs> Doesn't really help. Never said it had to help. Uh, <laughs> um, Cam, I'm a gonna, deep thought over here. Deep. I'm thought. gonna. I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and go for the low hanging fruit. And is someone from Asia? Oh no! I wish. Damn it. Uh, Cam. I feel like it was. I don't know. I feel like I. I don't know. You. You should have gone with your gut. I would have set you low. No, Cam. A soy face is the face that a new male makes when taking a selfie with his mouth gaping open. So I think it's something kind of like, like. Oh, I hate those guys. Uh, new male. Great content for a podcast. It's when your eyes are wide open too, and you're kind of looking like a shocked face, like, "Oh no!" Like, "Oh what?" Like that was so crazy and wild. So crazy. Oh, Oh, is that Flash Adamus? Oh, I don't Um, have a radio show. Yeah, don't know what a new male is. Maybe we can. uh, Maybe I'll look into that for next week. Uh, But yeah, we'll see. There you go. Great. All right. Well, I got one for you here. Mamala. Mom Allah. Mom Allah. Mom Allah. Mom Allah. Dun dun. Um, may I have a sentence, please? I had to catch up with my Mom Allah. <laughs> we had lunch and talked about life, and she brought me this hat. <laughs> <laughs> Again, another. another guy. I love when we do these sentences, and they're just nouns, and we just put it. Like, it's like, essentially, you just like make a mad gab, and then you're like, yep, it's uh, it works, it's a noun. Okay, I had to. I had to. Or would you say uh, it was like I, I, ate, I, I had ate to lunch. catch up with my mama. We had lunch, talked about life, and she brought me this hat. <laughs> mama. Okay. Um, I'm gonna say it's something like, "Hey, you. We had lunch, and she brought me this hat." <laughs> so it's definitely a woman. Um, I'm gonna say it's another word for um. Like a like a woman who's older in your life, but I was gonna say something like a uh, like a like a wet nurse, or you have like a home birth, and your mama law is the one who uh, who helps you out with that. So I'm gonna say yeah, a woman who's older than you and maybe like gave birth to your kid. Uh, I guess you're kind of close. It's someone who isn't your mom but treats you with care, like a cool aunt. But isn't related to you at all. Normally, like a good friend of your mom. Hmm. Wait, wait. Did you say a cool aunt or a cool aunt? I said aunt. 
Oh, okay. So, okay. My mom has lots of cool aunts, but, or like, I have a lot of cool aants. What's I the difference? Don't have any, I just don't have any cool aunts. Is there a difference? Between aunt and aunt? Yeah. I don't know. You said one. I said the other. Um, yeah, I, 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 I wasn't too close. I mean, uh, I, I thought there was a You're second cute. element to it. But yeah, an w- older woman than you. Cam, does, and what we just learned today, it doesn't always have to be uh, low brow. I mean, you took soy face low brow. But it doesn't always have to be something uh, that, we'll, that we'll have to bleep out later. Cam, <laughs> you, like, are the, lo- you are the okay. reason we have the podcast has a little E explicit on it. You are No, the, you are I never reason. swear. You have sworn... A number of times today. No. Uh, let's count it up. Somebody needs count to count up. up how who has sworn more in this episode. I haven't said a di- Cam single LeClaire or swear. myself. Um, and Jesus Christ does not count. That's just a sworn. dude's name. I'm, I'm just saying for my sake. Which that, which that, which that which curse do you think I've swear. said? You've said uh, the one that rhymes with puck. No, I haven't. Um, yeah, you said the one that rhymes with uh, um, uh, punt. You no, said, I didn't. <laughs> you said the one that rhymes with uh, uh, um, uh, f- uh, uh, flut. I've, I've said none of these things. Which isn't a swear, it's just rude to say. Uh, y- um, y- uh, you've also, um, it rhymes with... Uh, um, um, uh, Glendiglin. You said one that uh, you, you lost me on that, that one. Again, not a swear word, but like rude. You know, it was Glendiglin. Just a- yeah, that one's over my head. Probably a lot of the size. A lot of <laughs> oh. this show is often over your head, isn't it, Cam? Jesus. Oops. And I know, no, and I only say that, Cam. I, 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 um, I think that that was sorry for more for the listeners at home. Um, I do mean that literally. To um, as a result of the constant ongoing Cam, um, using the permanent marker on the whiteboard, I've sort of had to maneuver it in a way that it is placed directly above his head. So I all prefer the things. That. So uh, in a quite literal sense, um, you know, of course, we write the subject matter of the show on the whiteboard, and it is hung over top of Cameron's head. So, in many's in, in very very realistically, Cam, this show is way over your head it's like a few feet up there i like it i also like how our um now like like you said the nouns you could just say anything be like mama law it's like hey is that my mama law over there it's see like, and also like yeah just re- replace doesn't our, help re- replace ours or swap our sentences mine would be why is he always taking photos with that mama law it yeah. doesn't actually help um <laughs> no. but that's the po- that's part of the game i think uh that's part of the game. That's just a part of the game. Quit being such a mama law. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Quit being, quit being such a soy face, you new male. I think a new male is kind of like a pretty like lack of masculinity. I think. Oh, cuz these these new these new men. It's is it spelled N U, new male? I, 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 it could have been, I, I copied it, excuse me, I copied it out onto a document, so. On a piece of paper or a hard drive? Um, I, it was a, a digital piece of script. Oops, can't let the, uh, can't let the government see that, that's why I don't have, um, don't have any documents, keep all my things on sticky notes. Yep, <laughs> sticky notes, and I gotta say, uh, you're, It's your looking girl- pretty weird in here. And you gotta say, your girlfriend hates it. Your girlfriend oh, hates her, her entire oh my house God. that she's worked Have so you ever hard gotten, for. have someone ever left you a passive-aggressive sticky note? <laughs> I don't think so. Oh, man. One time Shannon did. She left one at the door, and it said, like, please lock this. And I'm like, we cut this shit out today. I will never see a st- passive-aggressive sticky note ever again. And she was like, you just kept forgetting. And I'm like, never again. And I'll tell you what. She's never left me a sticky note with bullshit on it before. Well, Again. Cam, I, I, I do have to I do have to decide, uh, you know, only to play devil's advocate. She was asking you, reminding you to lock the door. The back door. Um, the, the back ba- door. And, and, and it was only after, well, okay, well, okay. <laughs> A series I mean, of break-ins in the well, neighborhood. It doesn't matter. I mean, they they stole the 32-inch TV, and, like, nobody has a 32-inch TV anymore. You know, it's, 50, it's 55 it? or bust. Uh, so it wasn't bad that they stole the 32-inch TV, um, but the Peloton... That was the real expensive purchase that they took. Oof. That's like three grand. 
I well, hey, it's your bank account, right? Hey, whatever. Hey, let's keep plowing ahead. I got a maybe a game featuring the latest news stories on the Two Season a Pod weekly newsletter. That's right, everyone. It's Two Season a Pod. Sorry, no. Fuck me. <laughs> we were so close. Well, I mean, they're not wrong. You're not wrong. I guess it is Two Season a Pod. Uh, it's a uh, headliner ass night, everyone. Hey, 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 Headline or asinine? Uh, hey Cam, <laughs> what I, I liked ju- about that, and what I liked about that segue was that you didn't plug anything else, uh, which is an improvement on last week. Of course, Cam, you were plugging everything last week. This is brought to you by the New York Times. God hey Cam, I was reading the New York Times the other day that Jefferson County announced a snow day despite being, despite classes being held virtually already. Yeah, I wonder what that means. Like, what is a snow day now these days? Um, okay, well, as I remember, a snow day is one of those you can come to school or not. Um, nothing is really taught, but it was more like a spot for, you know, if your parents had to, if your parents left the house and you went to school. But now why would there be a snow day? No, that makes sense. I bet, like, the teachers probably teach from the school. Right? You know, the teachers go into school and they just have like a spot to teach from there. So it was more of protecting the teachers from being able to come in, less so the students. So that's a headline. It's a headline, but for a different reason. And it's actually a really wholesome reason. So it actually happened this Wednesday. So today, and it was a note that got sent out to all the parents. Not oh, wait, because wait, wait, it, we don't know. It's not today. It's not today. Today is Wednesday. Today is not Wednesday. Today's Monday. Monday. Today's Monday. Today's Monday. Today's Monday. God, we are man, recording you lost, on you lost, you Monday. You lost half a week. You lost half a week. Jesus. Right there, All right. Well, today is November 3rd, so we'll make sure we got that clear. Um, anyway. <laughs> oh, everyone back in time? Is this whole thing a fucking time portal? Jesus. Hot tub time machine. Um, check it out on DVD. Anyway, uh, the, the, I guess the director, whoever it was, basically sent it a note being like, hey, it's been a really shitty year for everyone. A bunch of people lost their jobs. There's been a pandemic, you know, and my wife left me. And anyway, I think we should all deserve a break. So even though we're all going home virtually, spend the day with your kids uh, going uh, like sledding, have some hot cocoa and enjoy the day as it's almost tradition in Wisconsin every first of the year that there is snow. It's always a bad snowstorm. We cancel school for the day. So have fun, everybody. And it just, you know, makes your heart feel a little bit warmer. Makes my heart feel sick, Cam. Since when do we <laughs> talk about wholesome events and moments? I want to talk about death and dying. On this podcast. Tell, no, let's get back all, to this coffin segment. What do we think here? We're also, like, velvet we're interior. also exclusive about, uh, well, sorry, that was a story happening out of where? Um, it was Jefferson County, which I think it was in, I thought it said VA, which doesn't really make much sense. Virginia? No, well, didn't you just say Wisconsin? I think? Well, whatever. Plowing ahead. Don't tell me what to do. Cam, because this next headline is coming to you out of, uh, who the heck knows? Headliner ass nine, Cam. Oh, uh, wait, wait, wait. Tripping over here. Headliner asks nine environmentalist group seeks to shut off the Olympic torch because of its harmful CO2 emissions. Oh, I don't believe it. I think there's so much other emissions going on that that would be such like a minor step. Like keeping a flame like that going is just peanuts compared to all the other shit going on. I could maybe see one person being like, we should do this to do this. I was actually thinking about the Olympic flame the other day because you know how sometimes they run with it and then they have a like they have I'll call it a terrorist come in with a fire extinguisher and blow it out. It's like a political statement. You've seen sometime, that? Sometimes as in every two years they run with it. Yeah. No, no, no. But like the political statement where someone comes with the and blows it I out. Ever, I don't think I ever have. No. Oh, it's happened. Yeah. Because they're like, I put out, but they carry it back up, obviously. Um, I've always wondered like. Has it actually? How long has it actually been going on for? I mean, that's. Uh, I mean, honestly, Cam, that sounds like a, some Illuminati bullshit right there. That question you just asked. Anyway, um, I'm gonna go ahead and say him, like, I'm sure someone's complaining about it. Zas nine. Ah, should should have gone with my gut. 
Okej, okej. Okej, okej. Ghost boat washes up with 649 kilograms of cocaine on board. Ghost boat washes up 649 kilograms. Yeah, that's a lot of cocaine. I'm sure a lot of uh, I'm sure a lot of planes and boats somewhere between, uh, you know, like Miami to Columbia. I'm sure a lot of things kind of fell Aruba, shot down. Yeah, or just kind of broke down. Uh, I'm sure that could have happened, right? You're in the middle of the ocean. Something fucking breaks down or sinks before you can find it. And that makes sense. But how does it wash up? You know, I wonder. I, well, my question more is, I can picture all of these things happening. How is the cocaine? Is the cocaine usable? Or did they just find 649 kilograms of absolute street trash that I wouldn't put up, that I wouldn't put up my nostril with a $1 bill? That's impossible. Headline. Headline, and this happened out of the Marshall Islands. So it's an 18-foot vessel, which is pretty big, that had hidden compartments underneath the floorboards, which contained the 649,000 or 649 kilograms, which is a lot of weight. Um, the funny thing I found about the article is, like, it just washed up because I guess they don't really know what happened, but you know, it washes up between the Atlantic. I think I, th- I think that's the, the I think it's the moon which controls the tides. I believe, yeah, the moon. So it was across the Pacific from Central or South America, they're thinking. Best part about the story is they burned 647 of the kilograms, and then the U.S. Drug Enforcement brought back two for sampling. My ass. That's going. That's not making it back to America. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, and that, and that would be my most important question, too, if I was a drug, uh, if I was a drug enforcement agent working for the DEA, I would want to know, is that cocaine good enough to do? Or do Let's I have give to it give shot. it, or do I have to give it, you know, to, to the crack addict down the street so he can try it first. So I don't, so I don't, so I'm not putting anything sketchy up my nose. You know, I see how he handles it. I know he can handle a shit and maybe I'll be able to handle it. Let's hear it. Here we go, Cam. Uh, your next headline for you here. Texas dog shoots owner after paw gets stuck in the trigger of his gun. Oh, I feel like so many deaths happen here from just dumb accidents. And I could see someone trying to take a Christmas photo of like, look how much in support of guns we are that even Sparky's holding the gun. And then Sparky puts his little sparkler in it. And then next thing you know, he freaks out. Boom, dead or injured. Seriously injured. Headline. Cam, you're right. It's a headline and it is exactly how it sounds. This happened in Plano, Texas. Maybe Plano, Texas? Plano, yeah. Um, where a man who was shot in the leg when he went to go lift up his dog. So picture this, folks at home, if you ever lifted up a dog before. So picture you've got a gun tucked into your waistband. Not Ooh. in a holster. Tucked Good spot into for your it. waistband. Good then spot Then you go to lift it. up a dog, and let's say maybe the dog itches or does that thing that all dogs do, which is move. And he got his paw stuck in the trigger, ends up shooting the man um, into the man, uh, like right into the top of his thigh. The sheriff of the town said, uh, "Good news, though, it was just a through and through shot." Meaning it went out the other side, so it just went straight through his leg, missed an artery, bone, everything like that. Um, but for your own reference, Cam, you now that you're a, now that you have a gun, you are halfway to your dog shooting you in the thigh. I think uh, you mean now that I have a dog. Well, sorry, that's my, that's my man. Now that you have a dog, you are halfway there. You're closer than I am, that's for sure. And I should let you know that every year, about seven people are reported to be shot by their pets in this exact situation in the United States. Well, uh, and that's I'm just not to be surprised. reported. So that means seven people admit that this is how they got shot. And maybe there's uh, some others who uh, choose to stretch the truth. All right, headline wrestling. Low-grade cigars found to contain bits of manure. God, <clears throat> there's so much things that you could put bits of manure in, and I probably wouldn't notice. Um, I don't know how everything. Um, I don't know how everything gets into my pantry. You know, you could give me a brand. You could crack me open a brand new tub of Kraft. Uh, chunky peanut butter, crunchy yes. peanut butter, whatever you want to call it. It's my favorite. Um, and if there was like, you know, half a teaspoon of cow manure in there, but like spread around throughout the Not entire tub, 
I'd have no idea. So the thought that, you know, at least when I think of a cigar, I think of a little more kind of farm to table. You know, it's coming right out of the ground. There is not, there is a manufacturing process of sorts, but it's certainly not like that of something made in a factory. You know, they're getting their tobacco from the ground, and uh, the leaves are from the ground, and it's probably packaged by somebody who was just close to the ground. Um, there's a lot of manure steps in there, and I guess all manu cow manure is is just kind of like fertilizer. Uh, so I guess I wouldn't really have a problem with it as long as I don't taste it. That's a headline. Made it up. Are you sure? Have you ever had a, have you ever had a, a cigar before? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I guess I could look it up. But I, I've, no, I made that one up. Okay, Cam, ready for your last headline? Yes, sir. Here we go. Wisconsin Department of Health warns against eating the traditional cannibal sandwich. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and assume the traditional cannibal sandwich is, um, it just has like seven different kinds of meat in it or some, something crazy like that and has so much fat in it that you're almost, you're, you're not going to feel good afterwards. And because of that, and on top of that, maybe they, you know, every, every, what do they say? Every headline's a good headline? No, good pair, every press is good press, whatever. Every headline is a headline. Cam, I wish your mind would have wandered. I set you up so nicely with cannibal sandwich. No, Cam, this is a headline. However, for all every single wrong reason, um, yeah, you, you got to express some creativity, Cam, in your answers. You could have gotten there eventually because the cannibal sandwich is actually considered a holiday favorite and a delicacy in Wisconsin. Of course, the cannibal sandwich consists of raw ground beef on bread with sliced onion, salt, and pepper. Why well, it's called a cannibal sandwich? No, no, because you're eating raw flesh. Of course, Cam, we don't even need to go into how dangerous it is to eat raw meat. You know, salmonella, E. coli, Cambi, Lobicator, another one. Do you know, do you know why Listeria. ground beef is more dangerous to eat than just like a raw steak? Uh, I do not. Because when you ground it, there's so much more air that can, like if you think of a steak, it's one piece, right? So if you just fry the outside, you're like that's the only part that's ever seen the outside. When you ground it, then it has so much surface area to it that it's potentially infected. Makes sense. That's why, yeah. Makes sense to me, Cam, but that's why it is called the cannibal sandwich. You're cook putting raw flesh uncooked, unseared, exposed to the elements, and you're putting it on a goddamn sandwich. Every single year, um, the Wisconsin Department of Health uh, reports hundreds of people all across the Midwest who are hospitalized for eating the cannibal sandwich. That's embarrassing. People can't, you can't, people can't get enough of this thing. <clears throat> I think I can get a, enough of it. You ever had a cannibal sandwich before? It's to die for. Ooh, got him. I don't think that's a pun. Um, what do you mean? How is that not a pun? Because cannibals don't necessarily, like, because cannibals don't die. Like, that's where, like, I don't know. Um, that was Headliner Ass 9, though. And, gosh, I gotta say, judging by the yawn on, on your, in your I mouth, never yawned. I never yawned once. I, I, I made a strict rule not to yawn today. We may have to check, we may have to check the, uh, check the backlogs the on that. But, Cam, I think it's safe to say that that's all the time that we have for this week's podcast. I think so. But Rem never forget. Cam, Rem Cam what, what were we talking about before about um, turtles? No, I got... I gotta plug the show before you give oh, okay. the fact, because Got then it. we don't plug the show. Because of course Got we tell go people ahead. remember to rate, we review, like, 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 and subscribe to the on the channel. You know, it's everywhere. Comment. Apple Music, Spotify, Stitcher, shits on YouTube. Also, where you can watch things there. Give us five stars right into the show. Two seasons pod at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. If you're a company who uh, wants to pl um, plug their own business, you know, maybe you have a commercial that you want to air. Uh, you just you're gonna use a promo code like two C's um, if, if that's something that works for your business and yeah check us out we're really cheap and never forget Charles Darwin personal pet tortoise didn't die until recently think about that take care folks tonight on two C's in a pod 96.7 on your
two season a pod, 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 two season a pod